You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCCW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking out this podcast on Lone Star Community Radio. If you like this show or other shows on Lone Star Community Radio, make sure to subscribe to them on YouTube and iTunes and also Google Play. Uh, if you have any questions about sponsorships or being a guest on these kind of shows, make sure you email me. I'm the station manager. Hi, my name is Dick, and you can email me at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com, or you can call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Just want to let you know we're here to support Montgomery County, and I hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into another edition of Jake from Sports Talk here at Lone Star Community Radio 104.5, 106.1, worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Glad to have you back in on another Wednesday. Beautiful day out once again. We, we, Wednesdays are good days, and that's good because that's my Friday, so that's that's great stuff. <laughs> uh, yes, welcome in. I am your host, Jake LaFleur. Glad to have you all in joining us, as always, every Wednesday from 1 to 2 live here on 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget, guys, you can check out the uh, podcast version of this show on Google Play, iTunes, uh, you can check out the YouTube version of the show. We're kind of changing up the dynamics a little bit of the video version. Um, and actually, there's not going to be a video version this week at all. Um, reason being is we've got some technical difficulties, but we're working on it. Station's growing. We're, we're upgrading our system a little bit, if you will. So uh, no video version this week. But if you want to check out all the uh, past episodes, see what this amazing, beautiful voice actually looks like. You can go check out the YouTube version, uh, obviously on YouTube. Just go search Jake from Sports Talk. If you want to find any of my stuff, just Google search Jake from Sports Talk. Facebook page, Google Play, iTunes, uh, YouTube, all that good stuff will pop up. Or you can go to IRLoneStar.com and uh, check out my page on there. And uh, all the other shows, wonderful shows we have here at IRLoneStar.com. Uh, or Lone Star Community Radio, uh, and obviously you can listen to that show, world our show, and every other show worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. All right, we got the spiel out of the way, and goodness gracious, we have a busy, busy show. I might be a little jumbled and, and kind of scrambled-brained all day today, so just bear with me, if you will. Um, <laughs> we got March Madness going on. Uh, I've got a moment from this past weekend, though, I want to open up with and kind of describe and take you through the nostalgic field and feeling I went through. And then we're going to get into a little bit of uh, free agency talk here in the NFL. And uh, and I kind of I'm going to I'm going to run through all the teams and I'm not going to do any winners or losers at this point because we're still going through it. So it's kind of too hard to say. Who's who's the big number one winner? I can tell you who some losers are already because of just what's what they've lost essentially. So um, and then yeah, we're gonna get into the March Madness. I'm gonna go through the brackets. I'm gonna tell you who I like, who I don't like, and who my potential Cinderellas are. Uh, so the reason why I'm gonna be a little scatterbrained before is I've never done a bracket on the air before. I've done plenty of brackets in my lifetime. I promise you they're not going to be as good as my baseball brackets or my basketball or my uh, NFL brackets or NBA stuff. 
it's too hard to follow NCAA basketball that closely unless that's all you follow. So we're going to dive into that. So I just bear with me today. We're, this is my first time. It's going to be a trial run. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I want to see y'all's brackets. I really wanted to uh, get a chance to create a uh, page to where any of the listeners could go on and create a bracket, challenge your bracket against mine. Just didn't get around to it this year. I'm going to try to do more things like that. I know the uh, NBA is going to do something similar to that uh, this year, so I want to try to see if maybe we can do that for the NBA playoffs this year. So, But, um, yeah, so as I said, I was feeling very nostalgic uh, this past weekend. So I want to describe to you the scene of my Sunday. Now, I work, my, my work week starts Friday night. And it runs through Wednesday morning. So when I got off Wednesday morning, that's actually the start of my Friday evening. And instead of going out and partying and having tons of fun, I come here and I talk on the radio because I love to hear the sound of my own voice. Um, (laughs) But I start my work week Friday night, and so thus I work Saturday and Sunday. And I work through the nights and I sleep during the daytime. And it's really a bother. It's really hard to sleep during the daytime. I'd never even thought that would be an issue, but it really is. You think you'd be just so exhausted, but you're not. But Sunday, I was getting tons of updates on my phone constantly. Just Tiger Woods is here. Tiger Woods is here. Tiger Woods is here. And it got to a point where Tiger was within one stroke and he was, uh, or no, sorry, he was within two strokes and he was on the 15th hole. And so at that point, I said, all right, well, you know what? I'm not going to sleep any longer. I'm just, I'm going to get up. I'm, I'm going to go and sit down and actually watch the last three holes of Tiger Woods. And I hadn't, I mean, to be completely honest, I, outside of Thursday, I hadn't really watched much of this tournament. I hadn't seen much of, of what Tiger uh, had, had done up to that point, other than, you know, obviously keeping up with the updates and stuff like that. But, uh, I, I, you know, I really wanted to watch and see the end of this round. And so I... I I woke up and I went and sat down on the couch and I started watching and it just took me back. It took me back to when I was growing up and, you know, mid 2000s, late 2000s. And I'm watching this athlete, this, this just to the bone, head to toe athlete dominate the golf world. And it was so amazing. And it was even, it was almost even better this time. And I know we talked about it a lot last last week, and we talked about how you know how great Tiger is with the the ratings and, and getting people out to these tournaments, getting them to watch on television. He's the one that moves the needle most ever, debatably. I I'm, I can't say about the Jack Nicklaus and Arnie Palmer era and Gary Player era, but I, I in my lifetime in my lifetime he is the the number one player to ever move a, a needle based on popularity in the golf world. And so watching this tournament that is, I mean, come on, it's a Valspar tournament and outside of, outside of like heavy golf fans, nobody cares about the Valspar tournament, but you had record ratings on Saturday. You had, you had ratings on Saturday. The ratings on Saturday were higher than last year's Sunday masters round and Sunday U S open rounds. And that's Saturday. It's not even, it's not even Sunday. I haven't seen, the ratings numbers for Sunday yet, because when I went and looked up the ratings numbers, all they had out were Saturday. So I haven't gone back to look at what Sundays were, but to see the crowd just around him all the way through those last three holes, 
cheering him on with every shot. I mean, it was deafening just listening to it as you saw Tiger walk up to his ball and prepare and, and everybody in the crowd, not a single word being spoken. You could just, you could feel, you, you felt like you were in there, like you were at the Valspar tournament. It was, it was excellent. And so he, he goes up on 17's green. He's got a killer putt, putt for, it was 43 feet. He's got to sink it for the birdie to even have a chance to tie it on 18. And he nails it. And he, he, he sinks this 43-foot putt, and you're just – my jaw was a drop. And it was I was so amazed by just, oh, my goodness, Tiger is actually back. Like, he's going to win this tournament. It was, it was incredible. The, the, the rush and the feeling, it took me back to those years growing up. And what really got me to, to truly love the game of golf was, you know, just how dominant Tiger was and how much the rest of the field – was competing not against each other, but they were competing against Tiger, and it was one against, you know, hundreds. And on an average day, Tiger was still whooping these guys, and it was just it was incredible. And so we we he sinks this putt, and we're watching it, and it's it's me and my dad, and and, and you know it's back just like it was back then. And I was so excited going on 18. My my I was sitting on the edge of my seat watching every shot he hits, and he was pushing it. He was not gonna. He was not settling for a second. He was going all the way on this tournament, and it was, it it was just it was breathtaking. And so he he kind of didn't get the best second shot to approach in the green. He had a about a thirty two foot uh, birdie putt to tie, and it was a very difficult putt. It may have been actually a little shorter than that. Now that I think about it, but he had a long uphill, nasty left to right breaking putt, and he fell short by about foot and a half, and. You know, the most amazing thing about this entire tournament was not that Tiger was that close to winning. It was not that, you know, he played so well. It was the reaction of the crowd and how, how even though this man did not win the tournament, he tied for second place, he came up short on 18, it wasn't the incredible, miraculous, you know, win that everybody wanted to see from that tournament but they saw Tiger win. It, it was, and I, I don't believe in moral victories, but it was, it was a moral victory. And, and the crowd just, you know, was like, oh, all right, Tiger, great job. Great. It, it was so encouraging. It was so amazing to watch and just to, to be a part of. And that's what, you know, a lot of the times that's what I've missed about golf over the years. And I've, I've rooted for Lefty and, 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 and Phil and trying, you know, hoping that he gets – that elusive U.S. Open that he's never won, that he's come in second place six times. And I like Jordan Spieth and Rory McIlroy, even though a lot of people don't like him because of what he did to the tennis player, and I can't even remember her name, uh, calling off the wedding via text. Um, I, I don't really care about off-the-course off the sort of situations like that. I like Ricky Fowler. I, I like Jason Day. I like a lot of these guys. The problem is, is that they don't, they don't draw that reaction out of people. You know, even even before all this, before Tiger's fall, Tiger drew reactions out of you. He made golf interesting. He made it fun to watch. A sport that is is incredibly slow, that is, you know, a lot of people's afternoon nap time watching television on a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon, whatever the case may be. Tiger kept you gripped to your to the edge of your seat your eyeballs glued to that screen, 
you weren't doing anything else. You weren't playing on your phone. Conversation was happening, but you were never taking your eyes off of that screen. You were never looking at anybody else. You were so entrenched in what was happening in that moment on the golf course. And we got that back this past Sunday. And I didn't watch on Saturday. It very well could have been the same way on Saturday. I can't say for that much. But for Sunday's purposes, I wasn't moving. You couldn't. For those four holes that I watched, those last four, three and a half, I wasn't going to move. I, I, you know, my dad was going to go to the grocery store. But when I came, I woke up and I said, hey, Tigers, Tigers within two shots. Tigers within two shots. You know, he sat down right next to me on the couch and we didn't move. And we focused. That's what I miss about golf. And that's what Tiger brings to golf. And that's what I'm worried when Tiger does go. And eventually he will. But when he does go and he leaves the PGA Tour for good and he actually retires, I'm afraid we're going to lose that feeling. That can't move, can't take my eyes off the screen feeling in golf. And I don't want to lose that because I like golf. And I like what Tiger has done for golf. And I want him to stay around forever. Can we clone Tiger? Can we please? Dick, Dick, do we have that technology? Dick's shaking his head. <laughs> He's looking at me like I'm an idiot. He wasn't listening to me. I thought he was listening to me. No, that's all right. Oh, he's watching Bundesliga. Or no, who's on right now? Oh, well, yeah, who's playing? Okay. I can't say that. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the second one. Biscettis is playing Bayern Munich right now uh, in the Champions League. A lot of fun stuff. Well, how did Arsenal do the other day? Yeah, that good. All right, there we go. <laughs> Guest appearance. All right, sorry. How did Arsenal do the other day? I think they actually finally won. Did I, I saw they yeah. won uh, the aggregate in the last round, but they were playing their first first leg of the yeah, next well, round. Yeah, that's Europe, Europa League. So. I know, it's it's, uh, but there's tons of controversy there with a lot of their contracts and stuff. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm just curious. It's fun stuff. They're overpaid. Always. And under uh, and they're having a big issue for the next three years. Cool. So well, we're going to break. I just oh, know, just well, quick. then you made me to this total transition, <laughs> you punk. All right. Oh, I'm shutting your mic off. All right, we'll be right back, guys. When we come back, we're going to be talking some NFL free agency brief discussion. We're going to get more into it next week, and we're going to talk quarterbacks next week as well. So stay tuned. You're listening to Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio. We'll be right back. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Welcome back to Jay from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1 worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Glad to have you all back here on IR Lone Star Community Radio. I am your host, Jake, from Sports Talk. Uh, we're, 
we're shopping around a few ideas and stuff. I'm, I'm going to keep talking to Dick, even though I know he's not listening to me anymore. Oh, he is listening to me now. Look at this smile. Oh, he's such a loser. Oh, welcome back. We are having fun. We are having a great time. I know it's everybody's Wednesday, but it's my Friday. My weekend starts as soon as I finish this show, and I am... I'm excited for this weekend, you know? A lot of people are on spring break, and I can actually do things with people on a Wednesday and a Thursday now. So that's always nice. You know, got to be an adult at some point, but you, know, you miss the little things like spring break. So, all righty. Uh, like I said before, we went to break. We're going to talk a little uh, NFL free agency. Um, I don't know really how to start with all this because there's so much really going on, and I, I'm not going to go through – Every signing and every deal, you know, like I'm going to highlight a lot of the big things. You know, the, the major ones being uh, obviously Drew Brees resigning, $52 million guaranteed. Um, or sorry, not guaranteed, $52 million contract, $26 million a year. I think about 20 of that's guaranteed for both years. And uh, it's, you know, a two year deal that basically probably says, you know, Drew's going to go ahead and retire in New Orleans. Um, then you got Case Keenum. Obviously, the the Vikings told him they didn't want him to stay another year. They let him go. So John Elway of the Broncos said, "Hey, we'll take him. I can make something out of that." You know, Elway is the you know perfect guy to know that. Hey, if I build the defense and a solid running game around a half decent quarterback, we can win two Super Bowls. Not saying that about Peyton Manning, by the way. I'm saying that about John Elway. That's how he won his two Super Bowls. I think Elway's overrated, but that's a different discussion for another day. So uh, that's a big one. And then so it's like, okay, well, we got Sam Bradford also in, in Minnesota. Where is he going to end up? Well, now apparently he's going to get this mega $93 million contract with Arizona, which is crazy because Bradford has only played like seven games in the last three years because he can't stay healthy. So then that leaves Bridgewater. Now where does Bridgewater end up? Uh, there's word that he might be going to the Jets. He's talking with the Jets. There's word he might actually end up in um, in Washington. So there's different places. So then who's going to be the quarterback of the Vikings? Well, of course, you got the one, the only. Everybody? Anybody? Let's say it together. No? You don't want to No, Dick doesn't want to join in on this fun. Man, you're no fun, Dick. You're no fun. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I'm going to just keep trying here. Anywho, so you've got all these quarterbacks going places and everything, but I, I don't really want to go and break down necessarily team by team. I want to, you know, those are the highlight ones and everything like that. Um, we're going to, I'm going to dive into the Texans here really quick. But obviously, the big one here is the big teams. The, the three big ones would be. The Eagles signed today their uh, linebacker, uh, Nigel Brandom. And he the, the, the key about that is, is he was their last starting, starting roster player that did not uh, that, or that was not coming back next year already on contract. So they re-signed him to a five-year deal, $40 million. Um, and the, the reason why that's big is, now they have every one of their starters from last year's Super Bowl coming back this year. So that's – and then, you know, um, you know, we'll dive into it in a little bit deeper, but they've added so many pieces. That defensive line is going to be mean. Uh, Jacksonville, obviously another big player here, adding more and more to their defense, and uh, they picked up defensive back D.J. Hayden, and that, 
the amount of speed in that secondary and adding Hayden to it now just increases it in the free uh, free safety position. And so it, it's it's mind-boggling that they haven't done or that they signed that deal with Blake Bortles. I I, I just still can't fathom that because that's the that's the only reason why they're not going to win a Super Bowl. I mean, they'll never beat the Eagles because you know, the Eagles are killer. It doesn't matter who their quarterback is at this point, as long as it's not Blake Bortles, right? Um, and then you've got the Rams. The LA Rams are building a superpower team to fight the Eagles in the NFC. And uh, the amount of, I mean, they got Aqib Tlaib from uh, Denver. Who else did they grab? I have it here. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up. Uh, sorry, delayed. Yeah, so uh, Jared Gordon or Jared Goff, Todd Gurley are now being joined by uh, Sammy Watkins getting picked up there on the offensive side. Uh, they got uh, Robbie Col- uh, Coleman, the cornerback, out of, uh, oh, uh, where did he play? Um, Georgia, out of Georgia. This is his second year. Sam Shields, the cornerback from Green Bay. Um, and then they got Kayvon Webster, uh, Akeem Tlaib, like I said, Marcus Peters. Like, man, that defensive backfield is just nuts right now. So, you know, and and we got the Rams now playing in the NFC. Or not, the uh, Akeem Tlaib now playing in the NFC. So then what means we're going to see more matchups against some high-profile receivers like Odell Beckham Jr., depending on whether or not he stays with the Giants. We'll have to see what happens there. But then finally, before we go on to the Texans, you have the Browns. Now, the Browns have been very, very toilet bowl remnants for the last uh, what feels like 100 years. They've won two games in the last two seasons. They won zero games last year. And... All of a sudden, they look like they're good enough to win six games next year. They signed Tyrod Taylor from Buffalo. They uh, picked out Tremaine, or they picked up Tremaine Johnson and Terrell Pryor in free agency, uh, all all on the offensive side. They added um, they oh they retained their uh, two key offensive linemen that were both Pro Bowls this last year. And oh, they, what running back did they get? They got a running back. Oh, they got uh, they got Gurley. No, no, not Gurley. Mm-hmm. I'll find it here in a second. I'll find it. Uh, where is it? No, I lost it. Oh yeah, and they, oh and they yeah yeah they picked up Jarvis Landry, the the wide receiver out of uh, the from the Dolphins. Yeah, no, they they're a much better, a much improved team, and it shows what you know a competent GM can do with a, a solid front office. So your Texans. Um, I mean, they they aren't doing a whole lot in the free agency market. They don't need a quarterback, which is a good thing. It's something that they've kind of been searching for for the last, well, kind of since Carr, really. I mean, you know, we, we've had we've had a series of quarterbacks since, but nothing that's really been quality talent that you know you could write home about. So. Um, now they just need to build around them. They get, need to get them a better offensive line. I, they've got the receivers for them if their receivers can stay healthy. And then you, uh, Miller is getting a little old in the running back position, so you may want to draft a you know a good running back. I, I wish I could say Sha- uh, Saquon Barkley would still be available in the draft, but I doubt he's going to be there at four. If the Giants don't pick him up, or or if 
Um, you know, the Browns don't take him now, so we'll have to see what happens there. But they did pick up uh, Zach Fulton, the uh, offensive line and free agency, and um, uh, he they got him from the Chiefs. And then they also got um, Central Henderson uh, from Buffalo. He's another offensive line. So they're doing the steps that they need to do on the offensive side of the ball. I, I, they haven't done much. Um, yeah, they – oh, yeah. And then uh, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars cornerback, uh, Aaron Colvin, he's a free agent, and apparently he's supposed to be signing with, uh, with the Texans for a four-year deal. Uh, they, it's not official yet, but where it is that, that it's, it's any moment now that he's going to sign. So that helps in the secondary side of things. But I, we really need some linebackers uh, because, I, I mean, we don't have any linebackers anymore. So I don't know. It, it's I guess they're relying a lot on the draft. There's still time left in the free agency market. And like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll announce who my winners and losers are next week. Um, so... Yeah, stay tuned till then. But when we come back, March Madness it is. We're going to get started and all that good stuff. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Jake from Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. We'll be right back. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Welcome back to Jacob Sports Talk here on Lone Star Community Radio 104.5, 106.1 worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. I am your host, Mr. Jake LeFleur. Glad to have you all in here live. If you're listening live, if you're not, if you're tuning in on the uh, podcast or YouTube version, thanks for tuning into the podcast version or the YouTube version. And I hope that you check out all the episodes. I hope I have everything you want in your sports world. Ah, some good coffee. We have a one. If you ever get down to Conroe, we have a wonderful coffee station right next door. Um, They sponsor one of our shows here in the morning time, not my show, but I really like the owners. Their names are Leo and Jason. Leo is this adorable British woman, and Jason is this funny-looking Filipino. (laughs) No, they're both really good people, and uh, they they make some dang good coffee. So that was what I was just ah, ing about. So, But, yes, if you want to check out any of my past episodes or re-listen to this episode because it was that good, you can go to... Google Play, iTunes, or YouTube, and just search at Jake from Sports Talk, and you can find it. And yeah, so we'll have uh, we'll have the podcasted version up usually within 24 hours. The video version usually goes up on Saturdays. Uh, a little more production work to go that goes on about those, but um, like I said, we're doing some work with the camera stuff this week, so no video version this week. But still, go check out the YouTube version. Go 
I mean, you see a lot of what the studio has to offer in there and in the old videos and everything. It's really cool little setup we got down here. And the, the man I was talking to in the past two segments, uh, his name is Dick Schischler, and he is our station manager. He's an awesome guy. So um, he got a, he's got his own show, but more so than just supporting his shows, support his station. It's an awesome station. We always are looking for sponsors and everything like that for every show out there. So, yeah, follow the station. Go like it on IRLoneStar.com, Facebook, all that good stuff. But, all right, let's get into this March madness that we've got going on. So I'm going to break this down into two segments. And like I said, I've never really done this before, so I'm still – this is all we're learning on the fly. We're going to make mistakes, and we're going to grow and become better human beings for it. So with that said, I was thinking we would start with the left side of the bracket and the right side of the bracket. The left side is the south and the west. The right is an east and midwest. So we – I, I don't know any better way to do it than just to kind of work my way down the bracket. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start out, spoiler alert, right here, right now. My bracket has no 16s winning round one. My bracket has no 15s winning round one. So if you already disagree with me, let me know. Go on. Go. If you want me to enter a bracket challenge that you and your group of friends are doing or whatever the case may be, Go to my Facebook page, message me on there. I'll gladly fill out a bracket on there and whoop you guys. Don't worry. I will, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll make sure that I school you. But uh, yeah, no, no, no ones, no, no, or sorry, no 16s, no 15s this year. So starting with the left bracket, starting up in the south, top left, number one seed, Virginia. Big news today out of Virginia. We have their number one, the number one six man in the country, and their six man. Um, is out for the entire tournament. And that's why I never fill out my brackets until after the playing games are done, which we did have uh, the the two left side playing games uh, yesterday. Radford won and St. Bonava uh, beat UCLA yesterday. So uh, tonight we have Texas Southern versus uh, NC Central and Arizona State and Syracuse. Side note, really quick, right side of the, of the bracket we'll get to, and but I want to start with Syracuse and Oklahoma. Can't believe those two teams made it in. There are so many more teams that are more deserving than those two teams, and it is just a travesty that those two got in, and it's only because of Trey Young for OU. That name got OU in, and he's not even that good in my personal opinion. And then Syracuse because it's Syracuse and, you know, Syracuse draws a lot of fans. But Syracuse is not, it's not the normal Syracuse that we're used to every year. It's just, it, it, they're not the same team this year. So, I don't know. I, I think it's despicable that they, that they are in this tournament. So, uh, but yeah, Virginia's playing UMBC. Uh, I got Virginia beating them. So, Crichton and Kansas State. Uh, uh, this one's kind of a coin toss. It, I go back and forth on it constantly. But I think at the end of the day, I'm going to take the number eight seed, Crichton, to beat Kansas State. Then we go Kentucky-Davidson. Um, I don't think Davidson's going to pull the upset here. I'm not opposed to 12 speeding fives in my brackets. I just think that Kentucky is finally really starting to play really well. And um, I know it's kind of hard to say that Kentucky would be a Cinderella and I'm not, or a sleeper, and I'm not necessarily saying that, 
but don't be shocked if Kentucky goes a little farther than than what the average person thinks. So, but I am going to take the University of Kentucky there, and then we got number four Arizona playing number thirteen Buffalo. Um, Arizona's got too good of a team, and I don't think Arizona is going to lose to Buffalo. Then we've got Loyola Chicago playing Miami. Miami's the sixty sixty. Loyola is the number eleven. Uh, I. Uh, I, uh, this is another one. Loyola Chicago is a really good team, but I, but Miami and I, I'm not I'm, I'm not Mister Pick Chalk all the way, and you're gonna find this out as we go along the bracket. But I gotta stick with Miami. I gotta stick with I gotta stick with the UM there. Um, Tennessee number three playing Wright State uh, number fourteen. Tennessee's got a decent team this year. Um, if there is going to be a fourteen seed to get a win, this is the game. If you want to take a, brand, a, a a chance in this bracket, I think your best chance for a 14 to get a win is right here with Wright State upsetting number three, Tennessee. I don't necessarily – I'm not picking it in my bracket, but I would not be shocked if that's how that plays out. Now we've got Nevada and Texas. I'm going to take Texas here. Um, no Texas bias here. Uh, if you know me, I'm not. Uh, when it comes to college sports, I'm 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 an LSU fan, uh, and they're I'm hoping they win the uh, NIT and they go all the way down there. But uh, yeah, no Texas bias here. Um, I just I I I don't know. I I think Texas is going to surprise some people in this tournament. So and then we got them playing Cincinnati and Georgia State, and uh, like I said, I got no 15. Cincinnati's the number two. Georgia State is number 15. I got no 15s being uh, are upsetting number twos, so I am going to stick with Cincinnati. Um, all right, sticking in that south bracket area, UVA uh, back up at the top playing Crichton. Every bracket I would have created prior to this point, I would have had UVA beating Crichton. But with their sixth man and the number one sixth man in the country being out for the entire tournament, I'm taking Crichton to beat UVA in the round of 32. Then we got Kentucky, Arizona. I don't really care for Arizona's coach, Sean Miller. I don't think he's that good of a coach. I think he's got a, a lot of things to improve on with his his style of coaching. He has he's never gotten a team. A lot of teams that people thought were going to win national champions championships, he never got them to a Final Four. So. I, I just don't trust Arizona, and I really think Kentucky is playing some good basketball right now. I am going to take Kentucky there as well. Now we got UM. We got Miami playing Tennessee. I'm taking Miami there on that one as well. And we got UT playing Cincinnati. Guys, I don't know why. I don't know why. Again, I'm not UT biased. I'm not A&M biased at all. You're going to see that here in a minute. I'm taking UT on that one. I'm taking UT to upset number 10 seed, to upset Cincinnati, the number two seed. All right, going from there, Crichton versus UK. I'm taking Kentucky there. I, I it, may, it may be the big name. I don't know, but I, I, I really like how Kentucky's playing right now. Seeing them go through that SEC tournament, I'm really liking that. And I'm taking Miami. Miami's got a good ball club. It's got a really good ball club. And I, and I got the number five seed. Uh, number five seed Miami playing the number six seed Kentucky here in the round of what is that eight eight right yeah eight 
And I have Kentucky going on the University of Kentucky beating the University of Miami. All right, moving down to the West, Xavier. Xavier is probably the second weakest one seed prior to today. Again, injuries change a lot of things, and I think Virginia is now our number one or number two weakest uh, team, making Xavier the number two strongest one seed there. Uh, But, again, no 16 seed is going to upset a number one seed, so I'm taking Xavier. And I like Missouri a lot here. Uh, Florida State has a really good basketball program, but I'm taking Mizzou here on that one. And then Ohio State, South Dakota State. Ladies and gentlemen, we got our first 12-5 upset. 12-5 upset right there. South Dakota State is number 12, and I have them upsetting Ohio State. Ohio State has a good program, but not a great program and a great team. They got a, a, a they got a good program, I guess, but not a great team. And um, I think they're going to go into the sleeping a little bit. And that South Dakota State team is fast, physical, and they'll beat you up. You're going to see the similar a similar thing come out of the, that Stephen F. Austin program right there. Uh, then we got number four, Gonzaga playing uh, the University of North Carolina, Greensboro, number 13. And I'm taking the Zags all the way on that one. San Diego State, number 11, playing number six, U of H. I know I'm in Houston, the greater Houston area. But sorry, guys. Sorry, Houston fans. I have San Diego State here on this. And the reason being is Houston got kind of screwed over on this draw. And it was all because they they came in second in their conference. If they had won their conference tournament, I think they would have been seated higher. And I think they're a better seat than a number six. But San Diego State is a better team than a number 11. They're not a number 11 team. I would say they probably belong around the, the 7, 8, 9 range, somewhere around there. So at worst, you know. Um, number three, Michigan playing Montana. Number 14, and I'm taking the big Michigan, the Wolverines there in that one. Texas A&M, number seven, playing number 10, Providence. And like I said, I don't have any Texas biases here. So I am going number 10, Providence, on that one. Uh, then we got number two, North Carolina versus number 15, Lipscomb. North Carolina University at UNC is a good team. I don't think this is a repeat year for them. They had a, they had a lot of um, advantages last year, I would say. A lot of very young teams, and yes, they're more mature now, but I think there's there's more mature teams that they're playing against you know, a lot of people are riding UNC here, and I would not trust University of North Carolina very much. All right, Missouri, number eight, taking on number one, Xavier. Mizzou taking out the number one seed, Xavier. So now we look on the on the west or on the left side of the bracket with the south and the west. I have both number one seeds going out in the round of 32, not even making it to weekend number two. Now we got South Dakota State playing Gonzaga. I'm taking Gonzaga on that one. And then we got San Diego State taking on Michigan. I'm taking Michigan there. And then we got uh, number 10 Providence taking on UNC. I'm taking Providence there in that one. So my number one and number two in the West are gone and not even into weekend number two. So that's uh, that's an interesting um, 
scenario, if you will. All right, back up to the top. We got number eight, Missouri versus number four, Gonzaga. I'm taking the Zags again. I really like that Gonzaga team. They can they can play some fierce defense, but they also have the ability to you know get down to the paint and score up on you, put up a lot of points. Number ten, Providence facing number Mich- uh, number three, Michigan. I'm taking Michigan there. Michigan's got a good program, but when they go up against number four, Gonzaga, I'm taking the Zags again into the final four. So if we look on the left side of our bracket, we have the number uh, – sorry, where the heck did UK go? Number five. <laughs> number five U- uh, Kentucky team going up against the number four Gonzaga team. No ones, no twos, no threes on the left side of the bracket. And uh, – I feel like that's uh, not very chalk-esque. I, w- I know it was more chalk up there in the, the Atlanta area with the south portion of the bracket. So, all right, guys, we're going to come back. And when we come back for our final segment, we're going to – sorry. When we come back for the final segment, we're going to come back and we're going to do the right side of the bracket with the east and the midwest. Um, I will give you my winners of the playing games, but I don't really – I'm not going to count those. So, all right, we will be right back after this break. Don't go anywhere, guys. You're listening to Jake from Sports Talk. Woo! Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Welcome back to Jake from Sports Talk here for the final segment. Last 14 minutes of the show. We've got to wrap it all up here and we got to finish up our right side of the bracket. So I'm going to make this really quick. We're going to end the show real fast like we're going to run through the last end of the bracket. So I'm going to get this stuff out on the way in rather than on the way out like I normally do. You are listening to Jake from Sports Talk here on 104.5, 106.1 in the greater Conroe, Montgomery County area. And you uh, can listen to this show live Every week, Wednesday from 1 to 2 on the radio, and it's IRLoneStar.com. And, Dick, are you, you got your headphones on for me? I got a question for you. No, 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 no. Okay, no. He doesn't have his headphones on. <laughs> um, you can check it out at IRLoneStar.com. You can listen on the Internet anytime, anywhere. And, uh, yeah, you can follow the show that way. Check out the podcast versions of all my shows on Google Play and iTunes. Search at Jake from Sports Talk. Or the video version of this show um, at Jake from Sports Talk at YouTube. So, um, I think that covers all my bases. We're live every Wednesday from 1 to 2. I think I already said that. Yeah, I probably did. So, I think we're good to go. All right, last, I guess, 13 minutes now. So, we're running out of time here. Um, starting with the play in games, uh, we got uh, NC Central versus Texas Southern. Uh, I I'm I, I mean I don't, these don't really matter. They're playing for a 16 seed. I'm going to take Texas Southern, uh, but I don't have a real good reason why. I'm just that's what I feel like. Uh, and then I'm going to take Arizona State over Syracuse. A lot of people think that Syracuse is going to surprise the tournament and surprise a lot of brackets. And I don't I I just don't see it. I don't. They're not the same 
they're not the same Syracuse that we see every year. And just because it's a pretty name and it's a pretty rock doesn't mean that it's worth something, right? So those are your two play-in games. So now Villanova is our weakest number one seed, in my opinion. I do not care for them. I do not think they're actually as good as that number four ranking is, or that number that thirty and four record is. Uh, but they are playing Radford. Um, and like I said, I do not have any number ones losing. I am going to take Villanova into the next round. Then we got number eight, Virginia Tech, playing number nine, Alabama. Alabama is hot right now, and they are uh, they are riding just a streak through the uh, SEC tournament. They ended up losing to Kentucky, but they played really well, and they've played well as of late. Um, I like them over Virginia Tech. I, I think that would be uh, – I think they're an underdog in that, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. But I like Alabama over Virginia Tech there. Uh, West Virginia, Murray State. I've got West Virginia, number five, beating number 12, Murray State. Uh, West Virginia doesn't defend the best, but, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't I, – I, like I like their offense a lot. I, I think that their uh, ability to shoot the three ball can make up for a lot of their, their woes on the defensive side. You're never going to have necessarily a low-scoring game with them. It's going to be always in the – Mid to upper 70s, even possibly low 80s. So um, that'll be a lot of fun. Now we got Wichita State number four and Marshall number 13. So Wichita State has been getting more and more love over the years. And again, I think it's another one of these uh, Syracuse things. I don't think it's the same sort of Syracuse team that we have seen year in and year out. I don't think this is the same Wichita State team that we're, we've gotten accustomed to seeing every year now in this tournament. So I am taking number 13, my only number 13 to beat Wichita State in Marshall. That's my only number 13. So we have no 15s winning, no 16s winning. We have one potential 14 with Wright State over Tennessee, but I still pick Tennessee. And then I got number 13. I've got a 12 winning. I've got an 11 winning. I've got some 10s winning. So don't call me Chuck, all right, people. I like Marshall over Wichita State. We'll see how that plays out. I think that's going to be a really good game, a really close game, but I think I think Marshall's going to edge them out there. Then we got uh, University of Florida versus now St. Bonaventure. Obviously, that was the playoff game that we, uh, the playing game that we get that we saw last night. And uh, I, 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 I'm hesitant on this game, and the reason why is St. Bonaventure it, it played in Dayton, Ohio, and that's where they are. Since 2013, they've played a playing game there every year. So this is five years in a row. Every winner of that Dayton game, of that Dayton site game, has gone on to win the next round of the tournament. I like Florida as the number six seed, but I, I we I, until we're proven wrong, right? We we got to trust the numbers. We got to go with the trends. I mean, I feel like this year. It could be broken, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna risk it. It's not worth that biscuit. So I'm gonna take St. Bonaventure. I'm taking the St. Bonnies, baby. I'm taking the St. Bonnies. All right, we got Texas Tech playing Stephen F. Austin. Uh this is that Stephen F. Austin team that I was talking about that can be really mean, really physical. Texas Tech has had some letdowns this year, and you know, I know it's not the same Stephen F. Austin team from two or three years ago with the redheaded wonder. Uh, but I, I am going to take SFA, and that really hurts me because I, you know, I'm wearing a Sam Houston hat right now, and those Lumberjacks are, are the Bearcats' rivals. So 
Uh, but I, I'm taking I'm taking Stephen F. Austin there. And we got number seven Arkansas playing Butler. That is a number fourteen over a three seed, by the way. So you know that, that's another upset right there. Arkansas over or versus Butler. I'm taking the number ten Butler over number seven uh, Razorbacks. I like the Bulldogs here. Um, I think they are a very underrated team as far as the ranking goes. And we got number number two Purdue versus CSU Full, uh, Fullerton. Number 15C, I'm taking Purdue there on that. And while we're there with number two Purdue, I am going to have them out of the tournament, losing to number 10 Butler in the round of 32. Butler's making it to the Sweet 16, the Bulldogs. Now, this is really interesting because we've got number 11, St. Bonaventure, going to play number 14, Stephen F. Austin. That's two scrappy underdogs. That weren't supposed to be in this point at the tournament, and they're going to be that. That if that matchup actually happens and that comes to fruition, that's going to be a ton of fun to watch. I, I'm going to ride the St. Bonnies there. I you know coming out of that dang Dayton, you know, uh, site for the playing game, I'm taking the history five years in a row. Can we make it? I'm taking the St. Bonnies, and we got number five West Virginia versus number. For, or 13 Marshall, I'm taking the West Virginia Mountaineers there. And then we got Villanova, Villanova versus Alabama. Like I said, I think Villanova is our weakest number one seed. But I think also that Villanova is benefit benefits from also being in the weakest portion of the bracket. So I had our number one, two other number one seeds so far out in the round of 32, but I have Villanova advancing on here. And then we got them facing... Number four, West Virginia. I, I'm I'm taking West V there, so I've got all number ones so far out here, and then we got St. Bonnie versus Butler. I'm taking Butler, and guys, you remember what was it? 2011, Butler went on his crazy run. They were ranked number 10. I think it's time for some repeated history. Butler goes on and beats West Virginia, and we have a number. 10 seed in our final. Whoa, okay. Quick quick pause timeout. Tyron Matthew, after uh, he declined to take a pay cut from the Cardinals, he has been cut from the Cardinals. He is an unrestricted free agent. That is a big name out in the market right now. Um, Sorry, so back to it. We've got University of Kentucky coming out of the south, number five seed. Coming out of the west, number four seeded uh, Gonzaga. Coming out of the east, number 10 seeded Butler. All right, we got six minutes left. Number one, Kansas versus number 16, Penn. That is the hardest. That's going to be the hardest 16-1 matchup, but Kansas ultimately gets it. I like Kansas there. Then we got Seton Hall versus North Carolina State, number eight versus number nine. I like Seton Hall in that one. And then we got Clemson, New Mexico State, five versus 12. I'm taking the 12 here again. I'm taking New Mexico State. I like them a lot, and I think they're ranked way too low here. And, uh, you know, Clemson doesn't have a lot of experience here in the, in the tourney. So, you know, and New Mexico State does. I'm going to take New Mexico there. Auburn, Charleston, number four versus number 13. I have another 13 winning here in Charleston. And the reason being, Auburn is beat up right now. They are really injured, and that's how Alabama was able to beat them. Alabama's playing really well, granted, yes, but... Auburn is extremely beat up right now. 
Then we got TCU, Arizona State, Syracuse. I'm taking TCU there. I don't like those two play-in teams. We got Michigan State, Bucknell. I'm taking Michigan State. And now, in this Midwest bracket, I mean, by far the hardest. I mean, Seton Hall, North Carolina State are your eight and nines. Like, ouch. And that's poor Kansas that's got to face in the, in this next round. And then in the next game, you got Rhode Island and Oklahoma. I don't think Oklahoma belongs. I'm taking the Rhode Island. Uh, uh, not Roadrunners. I want, I wanted, they may be Roadrunners. I don't know. I don't know what their mascot is. I'm taking Rhode Island there. And then Duke versus Iona, number 10 versus 15. I'm taking Duke. All right, staying down at the bottom of that bracket, Duke. Or if we look at this bracket right now, we got Duke, Michigan State, uh, New Mexico, Scranton, or Scranton, Seton, and Kansas. That's a lot of talent right there. Uh, Duke versus Rhode Island. I'm taking Duke here in this one as well to make it to the Sweet 16. TCU, Michigan State. I'm taking Michigan State. I like them a lot. I think um, I think they're playing some really. Good, I think they're playing their best ball right now, which is uh, very fortunate for them. Uh, New Mexico versus uh, Charleston, I'm taking New Mexico State. That is another another 12 seed making it all that way. Um, so we got New Mexico State going here. And then we got Kansas versus Seton. Man, Kansas, you got the worst draw of it all. You got a really good team, but you got the worst draw of it all. I do have Kansas advancing, though. I think that Kansas is gonna that Kansas-Seton Hall game is going to be a really good one. But I have Kansas advancing, and even if Seton Hall doesn't make it, if if North Carolina State makes it, don't don't sleep on North Carolina State. Both both Seton Hall and North Carolina State are really good teams. Kansas, New Mexico State. I got Kansas winning that one going on here, and then we got number three Michigan State versus number two Duke. Uh, the problem is is that Duke does not play good defense, and at this time of the year, at this point in the season, you need some defense. I'm taking Michigan State here. Um. We got Michigan State, number three seed, versus number one seed, Kansas. Uh, in this point, if it all plays out this way, take your pick. I don't think it really matters. I think both of these teams are really good. I'm taking Michigan State to upset – or not even – I can't not upset. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. Upset number one, Kansas. So, final four. Coming out of the south, University of Kentucky, number five. Coming out of the west, Gonzaga, number four. Coming out of the midwest, Michigan State, number three. And coming out of the East, Butler, number 10. All right. Number five, University of Kentucky versus Gonzaga. I have the Zags winning here. I got Gonzaga knocking off University of Kentucky and making it to the championship game. Number 10, Butler versus number three, Michigan State. The Butler Bulldogs riding a hot, hot hand. I'm taking the Butler Bulldogs. They play a fantastic tournament every year. I'm liking them this year. They are they're going to take advantage of a very of the easiest of all four regions, the East by far, and they're going to take advantage of that. And so I've got Gonzaga, number four seed, taking on number ten Butler. I think the Zags ultimately get their first ever, first ever national championship. Isn't that something? Isn't that a crazy event? Oh, no, I'm nuts, right? I'm nuts. Oh, man. And we did it with, with one minute to spare. Look at me go. I'm amazing at life. I'm awesome. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to Jake from Sports Talk. I am your host, Jake LaFleur, as always. I love you all. 
Have an awesome rest of your week. When we come back next week, we're going to talk quarterback situations. We're going to talk who won the free agency. We're going to start looking at the draft. We're about a month away from that, guys. It's unbelievable. I can't believe Easter is coming up very soon. So lots of football next week. And then obviously, of course, we're going to check in our, our draft bracket and see how we do. So we'll see you next week, every Wednesday, as usual. Check out the uh, podcast and YouTube versions of this show. All right, guys. Sports on. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.